Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What do you got for me? What's wrong with you people? I got nothing for you. What's wrong with you? What's going on, everyone, and welcome to the Reformatory, the podcast for the local church and by the local church. And we are your local churchmen. My name is Josh, and I'm here, as always, with the Podfather, Jack, <laughs> Jackie Asperius. Jack, it's good to see you. Jack, we were in the middle of a heated argument, a oh, heated man. debate, of which yes. I said, let's just start the podcast <laughs> and let and spill the tea. As yeah. as the kids say, yeah. right? Because we're yep. we're we're hip and jive on this podcast. <laughs> um, you 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 got on you know our little online thing here, and you said, "Man, I got massive." What what was it? It was tra- uh, uh, not Travis, Jason, but the other one, Jason yeah. Kelsey vibes with the beard. And In I said, beard, "Oh, you yeah. just want you just want to be associated with the sexiest man alive." And you said, "No, no, it's not tra- It's not Jason." It's Travis. And I said, no, Jason is supposedly, from what I've seen on on the socials, uh, one of the finalists for Sexiest Man Alive, of which you said I was dead wrong. I of which now I don't I I don't believe it. Yeah, I'm going to pull pull up, pull up the receipts here on this because I don't believe it. But all right. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't believe it because. What is he, an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman? He's a center, dude. He's okay. a center. All right, right here. Right here. Jason Kelsey named a sexiest man alive finalist. Wow. Dude, an okay. offensive center in the finals for sexiest man alive there is hope for the big guys i'm telling you right yeah. now dude he was quoted as saying <laughs> he was quoted as saying he goes oh my god i can only sexiest imagine what he ma- said he says he says he he says i'm not even the sexiest man in my family yet alone the sexiest <laughs> man alive <laughs> that's that's so true but dude look at this guy <laughs> Look at that. He's got Reformed Baptist vibes going, dude. Yeah. Jason he does. Kelsey. He's, Jason Kelsey. Yeah. 
He looks like a fun hang. He does. I, I bet he is. I bet he I is. I bet he's got to be. His brother's... He's got to be. His brother's getting, you know, all that Taylor Swift okay. attention right now, which... Yeah. Whatever. I'm not... I'm not... Jason seems more... Jason, if I was going to hang out with one of the Kelsey brothers, Jason seems much... I don't know. He seems much more laid back. And I like, you know, dude, yeah. you know... He, He's a big guy, you know, guys that here's the thing. Maybe it's just my <laughs> maybe it's just my time in X 29, but guys with too good of a body, man, I look sideways at I'm like, I don't know about you, man. I don't know. I don't know. There's something. I don't know if I trust you. I don't know, man. There's something about this. Something like you are trim, man. Like you need a little you need a little, well, uh, you know, a little inch to pinch, you know, to, to, <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying. I'm but just I think saying. but I think honestly. <laughs> But I think honestly, this is kind of this is kind of like what every center offensive lineman goes through when they uh, yeah. retire from the NFL, is they mm-hmm. just slim out and then they just get shredded. So like Joe That's Thomas true. from the Cleveland Browns, yeah. dude, he's That's a true. shredded dude now. Yeah, he looks like Mister well, Clean. It's crazy. Well, I think so. what happens and what and like I experienced this to a small degree. Not obviously not NFL, but I experienced this to a small degree. Like after high school. Uh, like uh, like after high school wrestling, you're used to burning a certain amount of calories every week and, and, and living a lifestyle that's very, very active. Right. When you aren't forced to do that anymore. You yeah. end up like realizing the amount of calories that I was intaking. Just you can't sustain that. So a lot of those guys, they just yeah. become gym. They just become gym rats. So they're at the gym all the time so that they can continue to eat, you know, their three DiGiorno's a day uh, and and then come out with a shredded six pack. And, you know, some of us just prefer to eat the three DiGiorno's and forego the gym. I'm kidding. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, Jason, finalist, Jack, finalist for the wow. sexiest man alive. All right, I was wow. proven wrong. I was proven wrong. People. This is by far the weirdest way we've ever started this podcast. We've yeah, had some pretty doozies. Much. <laughs> we've had, but this is basically yeah, like two fangirls talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> let's let's rein this in um, because it's the Thanksgiving special, Jack. It is. It is. It is, it is Thanksgiving. Do this episode um, per, as it is ever as it is every year because we release on Thursdays. This episode drops on Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. All right. So I'm going to put out the same call to the people that I do every year. (laughs) I want to know who are the faithful few, the faithful chosen, those that listen to the reformatory on Thanksgiving. I want to know who's starting their day, their Thanksgiving day. You know, you wake up bright and early, right? You got to, you got to, you know, clean out the turkey, make sure it's defrosted, right? It's been sitting in the bathtub all night. You got to pull out the innards, the gizzards, right? The neck and the heart, all that stuff, right? You got to stuff that. You got to season that thing. If you're deep frying it, you know, you got to prep it for that. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who's listening to the reformatory while you're doing all your meal prep? That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. Let us know. Let us know in the comments. Let us know on socials. Tag us in posts of your turkeys because we want to see them. Yeah, we're fully expecting about five tweets of guys like five tweets, <laughs> five, five minimum, five over under, over under, over under. Is it going to go under or oh, over five? Man. 
Well, now you're at. You know, I guess man, all the social at, tweets. All the social not tweets. Just, dude, not just, I, not I have faith X. in our people, dude. I, I, I got faith in our people. I'm going over. Over five. Okay. We got over five, dude. Okay. We, hey, hey, we got a small listenership, but our listenership's faithful, dude. It's faithful. We're gonna see. We're gonna see some tweets. All right, and I want to know who's who's baking their turkeys this year, and who's deep frying their turkeys. All right, because I feel I, like I there's feel pros like, and cons for both. But feel, you know, I feel like half turkey, of those though. tweets are probably gonna be deep fried turkeys. Just saying. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Yep. If well, if we're know. if we're fortunate enough, they will be. But Jack, uh, before we get into just talking about like things th- we're thankful for, man, like like we're gonna be we're gonna be the old men, like like we're gonna be the dads at yeah. the table that don't let anybody eat until we <laughs> all say what we're thankful for. All right, we're gonna be that guy. We all love love that guy. Uh, but before we do, Jack, why don't you please give us the reformatory? Cigar of the Week. Thanksgiving edition. What do you got for us, man? Yeah. Okay. So, usually, as per the norm, we've been doing Novembers for New World. But I was looking around at some articles because New World only really has technically four to five cigars that are classified within their line. Yeah. And since Thanksgiving is a special week, I kind of wanted to pick. Uh, also, another cigar from AJ Fernandez, the maker of New World, that All right. line. All right. Uh, I wanted to riff off of a cigar that was actually chosen on a couple different websites to smoke after you eat your Thanksgiving meal. Let's so go, this is dude. Specifically, All right. <laughs> specifically for smoking yeah. after your Thanksgiving meal. Okay. okay. It is All the right. uh, Bellis Artes. Oh, yeah. That's a good uh, state. Lancero. It is box pressed, okay. Box pressed Lancero. Um, box pressed Lancero, okay. All right. So I'm gonna get. I'm gonna talk a little bit about it. This is actually from JR Cigars. So if you want to buy this, hopefully it'll get to you. You know, Thanksgiving, or you could do your local brick and mortar solid and try and see if they have it as well too. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully they do. But um, so. When crafting the A.J. Fernandez Bellas Artes Lancero Maduro Brazil Cigar, Master Blender A.J. Fernandez pulled out all the stops by employing premium filler Nicaraguan filler tobaccos grown on the Fernandez farm bound in a, a zesty, a zesty Mexican San Andreas binder. Then he finished off this sophisticated blend with a perfectly aged dark Brazilian Metafina wrapper brimming with rich medium to full-bodied flavors of white pepper cocoa wood and sweet cream you get to reap the rewards of aj's impeccable blending skills with every savory puff it's quite the write-up sir quite the write-up okay read um, those read, read those tasting notes <laughs> one more time man. i'm sorry some of these people out here are getting crazy white read white one. white pepper right. white pepper white, white cocoa pepper. Cocoa. White pepper, cocoa, okay. wood, cocoa. Yeah. and sweet cream. Okay, what the heck is sweet cream? What, dude? Who is who? For one, I don't. I don't even know what sweet cream is. Two, oh, you don't like these. Dude, these I would say it's dude, like these whipping cream. reviewers are starting whipping cream. Is that it's is that what it's supposed it's, to be? Uh, I mean, okay. I would either do that or like kind of like what Starbucks has done. 
where they do yeah. like their nitro cold brew and like you put yeah. s- like sweet cream on top of it or something like that. You know, something you know what you, you know what I want to do. I want to take two cigars, the exact same cigar, rip the bands off, give them to the exact <laughs> same reviewer, one after the other, and watch him give me completely different tasting notes for the exact same stick simply because I tell him, all right, and here's another one. <laughs> Sorry, anyway. continue. What's the next one? What's the next um, one? <laughs> so you, uh, I mean, those are the notes. I mean, this uh, this was this was rated uh, to be because your, your Thanksgiving meal is going to be full-on savory flavor, most likely. Okay. Um, you're not going to have a whole lot of sweetness to your Thanksgiving meal unless you eat, I mean, after and you have your dessert, right? So this right. is kind of balancing that out after you eat your meal, smoke a cigar, then you have your dessert, okay? So um, this is, man, I've seen some MSRPs for this, and it's probably within the uh, 9.5 to $11 price range, depending on where you go. It's really good. Yeah. Um, other renditions of the of the Bellis Artes Maduro. So this is the Lancero, but other renditions of it have won top twenty five cigars by uh, Cigar Aficionado. So like the blend and everything like that is definitely there. Um, it's nice. just how the Vitola sizing, and I think that this kind of complements uh, your Thanksgiving meal. But that, friends, is kind of. Uh, what is. we recommend for your Thanksgiving Day smoke. So, All right. Well, that fantastic work, as always, Jack. My friends, that is the Reformatory Cigar of the Week Thanksgiving edition, and you know what to do. Go and smoke to the glory of God. All right, Jack. Just put, just say vanilla this. foam or something. I think vanilla that that's comparable foam. too. <laughs> yeah, whipped cream. I don't know. I don't know. Some of these some of these reviewers getting a little <laughs> a little big for their britches, in my opinion. In my opinion. So I was thinking, Jack, for December, right? Because we're trying yeah. to stick with like, I I was I was hard pressed to find a cigar manufacturer that starts. Oh, with dude, a I already B. have one, bro. Dude, oh, well, I had one too. I came this. up with one. Oh, well, I came up with one. I want to see if it's the same one because I was kind of worried about this because I'm like, we're going to be breaking the bank. <laughs> Are you going with no. Davidoff? Oh, no, I'm definitely not going with Davidoff. Not no, not Davidoff. Oh, dude, I was so worried, nope. dude. I was like, oh, man, Davidoff's no. the only one I can think of. And those nope. sticks start at like $30, dude. That's no. it's insane. Okay. Davidoff. Okay. Should should we more boutique? Should we should we uh, should we should we give him a? Well, wait. I think we still have. Hold on. Is this the last Thursday? One more. No, we got one more Thursday. Okay, okay. Let's not share it. I got. I got one more. I got one more new world left in the bank to share out. Um. But yeah, the the next one is more. It's boutiquey, but um. It's man. I will say this probably some of the most unique blends of cigars that I've seen lately is from this company. Okay. Okay. From this maker. Josh will like it because there's this, there's a little aromatic pipe 
kind of cross over in some of the blends. Oh, just okay. saying. Okay. All so, right. All right. All right. But, All right. I, I'm in. I'm in. All right, Jack. Uh, so question. All right. This is the Thanksgiving special. So we're talking about all things Thanksgiving. Okay. And, uh, I want to know from you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, for, first question is going to be uh, just kind of kind of out there because here's the thing. We, the, the, main, the main topics, right? The real deep nitty gritties of Thanksgiving etiquette. We're going to be getting into on the podluck because oh, okay. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah. you know, that's where that's, you know, it's the people you want. You got to pay yeah. for the privilege. Okay. Uh, but I will ask you this one, <laughs> this one question first, and then we can move on to some things that we're thankful for. Right. Uh, are you going homemade or canned cranberry sauce? I've always had, okay. I've had a mix of this before in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. I've had the canned first when I was mm-hmm. growing up, mm-hmm. and I feel like in college and and onward, so about 2007, mm-hmm. since 2007, it's always been homemade, so... I've usually like just you making it or somebody else making it. No, somebody else making it. I'm not gonna make it. <laughs> <laughs> just appreciate the honesty. Kidding me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. I'm a. Uh, I I don't know how this is gonna gonna do with our listenership, but I don't care. I don't care. I'll say it anyway. I'm not scared. It's canned or nothing. It's got to be the you, canned, you jellied. Can. Oh, dude, it has to be the yeah. jellied can or nothing. <laughs> the homemade like boutique weirdo like i put i you know here's my cranberry sauce i put like chives in it little bits of olive and you got whole cranberries in here and then like you can still like there's cream cheese and it's like it's just it's gross it's nasty keep your homemade cranberry sauce at home and bring me a can of great value jellied cranberry sauce and i will be happy that's just where I'm I've at. never I'm had sorry. any weird. I've never had any weird no homemade cranberry sauces before. But yet again, like the Northwest is not known for that. At least like where I grew up in uh, Central yeah. Washington, it was just like you mash cranberries and you just make your own. That's about it. You don't do mm. anything special with it. Yeah, so, I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. Anyway, more more of that kind of talk over at the Podluck because I have other mm-hmm. questions and I, that I that I need to know. Oh boy! Um, but you know, y'all have to head over to the Podluck in order to hear those shameless promo. Jack, my friend, there it has been. Uh, it's been quite the year for both of us. Um, oh, yes. A lot of movement in the local church. A lot of. I'm trying to think. Didn't we do the Thanksgiving special last year? Weren't we up at Tin Can? Didn't we do it in oh, in the geez. in the Tin Can Cigar Lounge? I feel like I remember that. I think we did. Because I think I remember, we I think we have. remember talking about that kind of stuff. Yeah, we but, could, but we could have. I know we did like a, we did like a recordathon in Tin did. Can. I remember. Didn't we? I yeah. thought we recorded like three or four episodes that day, and just we went yeah. full on tilt in there, and we smoked like three cigars that whole session too. So, oh, that was glorious. nuts. It was that nuts. was fantastic. <laughs> but anyway, Jack, I want to throw, I want to throw it over to you, and 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 and. By way of doing that, I want to encourage our listeners also to think about, you know, not just the like, not just the easy, you know, what are you thankful for? But 
really, really try to be specific because because when I think about you know, this year, right, and a lot of the changes that the Lord has brought, a lot of the hard things and a lot of the good things, I'm finding myself this year, you know, trying to be very intentional and very specific on the things that I'm thankful for, right? And not just the general, oh, I'm thankful for, you know, the good relationships. I'm thankful, you know, just for the local church and things like that. Like, I I really am trying to make a, a, a concerted effort this year of being very specific and thanking the Lord for specific people, for specific things, uh, you know, specific situations, right? So I want to throw that over to you and, and uh, let, like... Tell tell me some things, some specific things as you think about, you know, just the way that the year has gone, things that you're thankful to the Lord for. Hmm. Dang, that's like that's like when I ask candidates like where your top three strengths that you bring to our company. Yeah, <laughs> they I know, always right? like they always <laughs> shudder. They're like, uh, you gotta ask me this question. Yeah. Um How about this? Yeah. I'll start. Um I'll start yeah. with one. I'll sure. start with one. Something I have grown extremely thankful for this year, and I think I've realized it because it's not something that I'm used to um, in in a lot of cases, but we have a group of deacons at our local church Mm -hmm. that absolutely knock it out of the park with the way that they serve the church, the way that they give them themselves, the way that they care for the membership, the way that they care for the pastors. And I have just been extremely impressed over the year as to how diligent our deacon team at our church is in the way that they serve. Um, and, you know, it's it's it really is something that, like, you know, we talk about a lot the different functions of the local church working together and then that 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 makes church work, right? And it's easy to talk about, it's easy to say. But it's something very different when you actually see it happen and you actually mm-hmm. experience how it's supposed to be, right? And man, for me, like this year, like the Lord has just shown me so much grace and so much of just his love and provision through you know, the deacons in our church, right? Uh, we got one deacon that handles a lot of music I and mean, he does most of the music and he does a great job, right? We've got, you know, two other deacons that um, just serve selflessly and are always like, if you need help, they are, they are the absolute first in line. Tell me what you need. We're going to make it happen. Right. And dude, like, it's just, it's just so encouraging just to see that level of commitment and that level of love, um, to the membership and, and just like to me personally, like it, it just, it just blows me out of the park. You're, you're, you know, just, just, it just, it really does, man. Like I, it's hard to even put into words, like how thankful I am for these, for these dudes, but man, we got a killer Deacon team and I am so thankful for them. Um, yeah, that's, that's one specific one that's kind of been on my mind this year, especially kind of, you know, experiencing just the great blessing that comes from that. Yeah. I would say likewise, something similar, um, is my 
Wednesday morning men's Bible study. Um, just the oh, men yeah. who, yeah. We, we wake up, we get in there at 6 a.m. on a Wednesday, Oof. and we and we <laughs> just start getting it. Um, yeah. And I really appreciated it because we really went through, I mean, we're going through Revelation right now, which is really good that we're breaking it down. We're going um, chunks at a time that's that's tangible that we can get through, but also that we can bring up and talk about different things that the text is giving us. Um, we've went through Hebrews together. Um, mm-hmm. Gosh, what else have we gone through? I feel like we went through another New Testament book as well, too, but this year. But um, yeah, it's just been a really enriching time where you don't, it kind of, it's it's helpful in the sense that so many people talk about the word and have their own hot takes on what this means but when you are in a Bible study with men who are like trained to look at things and break them down and give you actual, because we look at the Greek, we look at the Hebrew. Uh, if mm-hmm. it's in the Old Testament, we're looking at a ton of different stuff. We're we're basically doing biblical theology in there all the time. Like that really develops how you understand the meta narrative story uh, of the story of redemption. And just how you can really learn and grow, um, yeah. honestly, yeah. and understand these things, um, because you know we've we've kind of implemented that a little bit in that in that sense to like our the community group that I oversee as well too, and it really helps too when we look at the word in Acts and you see so many references to the Old Testament or what God's doing when He's building up His church in the Book of Acts and how. It's not anything really new. It's just allusions mm-hmm. to the past, really. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I think that that men's Bible study has really helped me out, uh, primarily because there's a couple younger. There's mostly, ha- I mean, it's half and half. I feel like half of it is younger guys, um, like thirty-five, my age and below, and then the other half is like forties and above, which mm-hmm. is a good mix. Um, yeah, so no, it's that's really awesome. helpful that yeah. we have that. So, but yeah. yeah, really thankful for those guys and just how we can come together, fellowship, talk about the word, really get in deep too, like not right. really like shying away from like some stuff. And right now yeah. we're talking about some pretty crazy <laughs> dispensation oh, yeah. revelation, right? Now. <laughs> and it's like, oh boy. So, but yeah, really Talks thankful for those. Yeah, really thankful for that group of men on Wednesday yeah. morning. So yeah, that's awesome. But that's that, my yeah, first that's, one. That's so cool. I have others, yeah. but yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll do another one. I've been super enjoying, uh, the guys nights that we do. Like I get to do, I get to put on a guys night every month. We try to do one a month. Um, sometimes we have to skip, but and I'm still trying to get you up for one of them. Um, yeah. One of these, one of these Fridays, we'll make it happen. Yeah, it's a long it's a long trek, but uh, uh, it's just, man, it is it's it's one of those events that reminds me every time we do it of the importance of just just fellowshipping without any agenda, without any type of, you know, you know, plan for the evening, just getting together and enjoying each other's company. Right. Because I think that that can be a pitfall. I think we've talked about this before. I think that can be a pitfall. Um, 
in a lot of men's ministries is is they feel like everything has to be itemized, everything has to have an agenda, and if you're like everything has to be super intellectual and theological, right? And again, yeah, like there are there are times for that, right? Bible studies, that's like you're doing. That is the time and place, right? Getting together and going through a book, that is the time and place, right? We have we have set things that we do where that is the intention. That's why we're here, right? But on the flip side, it's also very important to have times where you, for lack of a better term, you have fun. We got to have fun. Right. We got to enjoy yeah. each other. We got to enjoy each other's company. We got a fellowship that <laughs> we got it. We got to become friends. Right. And mm-hmm. and I have found such enjoyment in specifically those times, because what what ends up happening and we we talked about this in the the men's ministry um, episode that we did a couple mo- I mean, months ago now. Um yeah. But what but what I find happens is that when when you get a bunch of guys in that environment where there's no agenda, we're not sitting like okay, we're all going to sit around and talk about, you know, how our weeks went, right? It it happens yeah. naturally. <laughs> you know, it just happens naturally. And that that fellowship is really really sweet and just a great time. And sometimes, dude, we'll have, you know, it'll be a big crowd. And we'll have a whole bunch of guys there. And then sometimes there'll be like five, you know, just because that's just the way people's schedules work. That's, you know, that, that, that particular week. And it's no less fun. It's no less enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's just, it just reminds me that it's not, it's not about the numbers. It's, it's, it's about, it's about the people that are there. Right. We're not looking at numbers for the success of a ministry. Right? At the end of the night, I know people enjoyed themselves. They had a good time. They ate some good food and they became closer with their brothers. And that to me is a massive success, right? Because then that, like, if you have that, and this is where you need both, right? Because then those relationships that are formed in those times of fun and enjoyment, that then translates into those times of theological discussion and study, right? And those relationships are better and that communication is better, right? And those times get even better, right? And it's, and, and vice versa. And it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a circular thing. And I think you need both. And that's something that I've just really been enjoying, especially over the past year of doing at our church. Um, yeah, man, just, just getting together with good, with good food and good fellowship. And it's just fun. And I just enjoy it. And I'm, I always leave, I always leave tired, but it's a great tired. It's like, that was an awesome night. And I really enjoyed hanging out with everybody, you know? Yeah. I like it. Dude, seriously, you got to you got to get up up here yeah, for one of those. I know. I'm, I'm I telling know. you, man. And uh, <laughs> like, I'll I, I'll keep shooting them over to you. And any, you know, any any listeners, I'm telling you, man, any listeners that happen to be in the area, you know, when we're doing those guys nights, the rule is I put it on Facebook and Twitter. The rule is you come to guys night. I feed you. All right. You're going to show up. We're going to eat good food. We're going to smoke some good cigars. And we're going to do all of that for the glory of God. It's going to be an awesome night. I'm just saying. Well, well I you, think man. the next one, yeah, I think the next one's pretty obvious um, in the sense that I'm very thankful uh, for the birth of my son. Um, Dude, yes. We, Papa Jack. Uh, we, um, we dedicated him. We did the, 
the waterless baptism. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. My presby that, background, like, <laughs> like it just I hear baby dedications. I'm always like, oh yeah, you go see. ahead, go ahead, and squirm, um, dude. I. I I am thoroughly impressed by our local church and how we do um, baby dedications. It is mm-hmm. not the token make a church baby dedication in which yeah. you get up there, you read a verse that you're going to pray over this kid's life and that's it. And then, you know, the pastor says some sort of benediction. It is a full on like liturgy. Yeah. So, um, you know, we go up there, um, all of our, you know, our three pastor elders were up there um, walking us through. I was holding Theo in my in my arm. He was like distracted. There was like, <laughs> I mean, we're we're kind of worship we're worshiping in a in a middle school auditorium at that point, and then we will be for the rest mm-hmm. of the year next year. But yeah. uh, this was like our last time in there before uh, we make the switch over there next year. But, um. So he's like looking around everywhere um, and they're like introducing like the families. And so one of our pastors um, who's actually like our worship pastor, who uh, is is kind of my overseer when it comes to uh, community group leadership and checking mm-hmm. in with me mm-hmm. and accountability there. He uh, is is basically they introduce all the families and their kids and then they specifically start we're dedicating you and they're specifically saying certain things. And Theo is like animated. He is giggly. He's smiling. He's laughing. Um, and then they do a, a portion in which the pastors call to the parents. Do you um, affirm that you will do this? for your kids. Do you affirm like, and we all said, we do, we do, we do. And then they look to the congregation. They say, congregation, do you, um, affirm and now take a a stance in which you will also be a part of these children's lives in pointing them towards Jesus and the gospel and raising them Mm. up because these families are going to need support as well, too. So it was very call and response. I loved it. It, it almost sounds like you're bringing them into a covenant relationship with the church. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. Oh, 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 Anna. I don't know about that. <laughs> so I'm not Presby. I used to be. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, so. I, but still, I love, I, love, uh, I love poking the bear there. <laughs> that's um, anyway. That's awesome, fun. dude. That's so we, cool. So we also got a book... Um, it is a different, so it's not a Jesus storybook Bible, um, mm-hmm. which I, I've heard some commotions and I've seen some articles about how that's suspect now. Mm, um, it's, 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 it's sus. It's sus. The would say. Um, it's sus. there's another yeah. book that's called, uh, the greatest story, um, book Bible. And I think it was by, it's, it's very visually stunning. It's very visually put together well. Um, hmm. It has some better theological points to it and more gospel presentation than kind of like moral grounding, which yeah. that was the issue with the other one. And so we were thankful okay. we got that. And then we got another kind of smaller little booklet um, from, oh my gosh, his Michael Kruger, his wife, Melissa Kruger, wrote a book, basically how to pray for your kids. 
oh, um, cool. which is interesting because they're Presbyterian, I think. All the best books are written by Presbys. It's just the way it is. I don't know if they're Presbyterian or not. I think they uh, might be. I mean, he yeah. he's a professor at Reformed Theological Seminary, so you kind of like have to, oh, sure. you know, think that he's kind of leaning that way. Sure, um, sure, sure. So yeah, we got we got a couple of those gifts, and then we went to lunch um, with some of the deacons that I know, and then uh, mm-hmm. one of our other pastors, Ryan Wood. Josh knows him very well. He is yeah, one of Ryan. our brothers of the leaf, Great so guy. to say. Yep. And we were, um, gosh, what were we talking about? We we're talking about cigars as well too after service, and he's like, "Man, you got to try uh, the Red Meat Lovers by Dunbarton." Hmm. Wink, really? wink. Dunbarton is is coming oh. up. Wink, wink. As, oh, as somebody we're going to be spotlighting. So, oh, hell, uh, anyway, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, in all that saying, my son is very animated these days, and it's very fun. Yeah. It's a very fun time to be a parent. Yes, because you see him yeah. animated and you see him joyful. Um, yep. We were praying the other night, especially in my family. Um. You know, none of the males in my family. I'm the first male in my family to be a Christian. Yeah, man. Um, first and gen. that is a very tough. That is a very tough road to go. Yeah, and absolutely. when I look at when I look at my son, I just I hope and pray that there is a moment and mm-hmm. uh, our prayers will be answered that he will be the second generation um, yeah. male who who follows after Jesus in our line, and so. Yep. But it's yep. it's very that's I've been really thankful for that because it gives you perspective on a lot of things. Um being a parent gives you perspective on so many things that you thought were just super easy and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden everything becomes pretty much a sermon illustration. <laughs> <laughs> don't be that so, guy dude oh um, it drives me crazy anytime so, a pastor uses his kids as sermon <laughs> illustrations i'm always cringing i'm like those kids they're gonna hate it dude yeah yeah no, I get yeah it. uh yeah. but no i'm very i'm very thankful for my son um he's very much a joy to my wife and i and That's cool. um, he's he, like i said he's very animated in his four months of life right now which is nice yeah and he's he's rolling over Oh, like man. every time oh, he's mobile. So every time okay. I turn around, he'll be on his back and then he'll roll over. He's not crawling yep. yet, but okay. He's got to set up probably got to set up the pillows, you know, the pillows yeah. on the bed, like, like yep. make a little, make a little gladiator pit for him. Yeah. You know? So he doesn't, he can't, he can't roll <laughs> off the bed. <laughs> that's right. So, oh, dude, that's yeah. awesome, man. That, that yeah. makes, yeah, yeah. I am, I am, I am thankful for your son also, just cause I've seen, I've seen the joy that that's put on you and Ostia's face and man, that's just, I, I love that. I really do. Um, but, uh, listeners, man, we would love to hear, uh, some of the very specific things that you guys are thankful for too. tag us in any of those tag us in the Turkey picks. We want to know: Are you baking them? Are you deep frying them? What's what's happening? I might I might put a little poll up, a little poll, baked or oh, deep man. fried. We'll see. We'll see which one wins. We'll see which one wins. That that actually be interesting. But um, Jack, my friend, uh, I think it's time that we get out of here. It's time that we let our our listeners uh, get to their food prep 
right? Because it's uh, it's yeah. Thanksgiving, and uh, if they're not watching the Macy's parade, you know, it's pr- they're probably prepping turkeys and getting ready for the throngs of people coming over. Uh, so, Jack, why don't you get us out of here, my man? Or preparing themselves for the pit of despair in the game that is the lion. Is it the Lions and the Packers that usually always play on Thanksgiving? Uh, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> so, so much into that. I'm more thinking about the Washington. State Cougars oh, and Washington Huskies. The Apple game. Cup. That one, yeah. The, the Apple, Apple Cup. Cup. That one's going to be interesting this year. So. Yes. This yeah. is true. Anyway, Big Eva has sung, ladies and gentlemen. When Big Eva sings, we always have to go back and uh, point you to ways in which you can connect with us on the sociables. Yes, those deplorable platforms that we are on <laughs> uh, to connect with you all that serve some right. sort of purpose. Um, if you drop us a DM on any kind of recommendation you have for an episode, if you have a question for Josh and I on anything local church related, uh, theological, biblical theology kind of stuff, drop us a line on these sociable platforms, the metaverse, the Facebook, mm. if you will, the Instagram goes well with chocolate marshmallow and the sociable formerly known as Twitter X. Yes. Gonna give it to you. X. That's right. Yeah. Um, you can find us all on those platforms at the tag at Reformatory Pod. And Josh, you can tell the lovely people how they might uh, be in good graces with us in different ways. <laughs> giving to us in, good in different graces. ways. Yeah, give that's to right. us. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's right. That's right. Help uh, so me. Help us. Help. Help me help you. Yeah, no, that's right. Uh, there are multiple ways that you can support the Reformatory if you feel like it. If you listen to this podcast on an Apple device, all right, meaning yeah. a f- device that you spent too much money for, you can give us a little rating and a little review, and we would really, really appreciate it. All right. If you're a longtime listener, maybe be a first time reviewer. Really help does help get the podcast out to more people. Um kind of you know puts us kind of in the different demographics of other podcasts that maybe you guys like listening to as well and uh, gives the maybe newer listeners some other recommendations for some good stuff so we really appreciate that um you can head on over to youtube we have youtube now and you can subscribe to the reformatory podcast channel um we're on there at reformatory pod you can like comment subscribe ring the little bell for notifications there's going to be uh new video content coming in the new year uh we just put our episodes up right now but uh, we got other stuff in the works i've got some stuff in the works some extras some uh some fun some fun stuff maybe a little cigar stuff maybe a little a little devotional spurgeon stuff you know i don't know you know you know, you know i got stuff up the, i got stuff up the sleeve i got stuff up the sleeve we'll see what happens last but not least we have a patreon <laughs> that's where jack and i are going to go right now after we sign off here we're going right over to patreon and we're going to talk about all manner of thanksgiving frivolities all right exclusive. that's where the fun exclusive. that it it is the exclusive <laughs> that's right that's where all the fun happens all right, so if you want to join the Podluck for a $5 holla, that's it. Five bucks. You could become a Patreon supporter, and our pledge to you is that your name shall be hallowed. Hallowed, sir. Hallowed. Hallowed through the halls of this podcast. That is our pledge to you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we thank you all for listening. We hope that you have the happiest of Thanksgivings. We hope that it is a time of joy, uh, peace, and good food and uh, Christ-centered conversation. 
Hope that uh, if you're having family over, that it's drama-free and you can enjoy each other's <laughs> company. Uh, we hope that the turkey is not overdone and that uh, you use today to think about how the Lord has blessed you this season. So we thank you all for listening, and we will catch you on the next step of the Reformatory. <laughs>